I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Uh, now on to Warriors v the Broncos. This was a, an interesting match because it looked like the game was sewn up and then the Warriors just showed their grit and determination, <laughs> fought their way back into it. Uh, big talking points coming out. People felt that two of the Broncos' tries was a forward pass. Uh, look, yeah, I'm happy for people to say I'm wrong or whatever. I, didn't, I actually didn't think that the Ricky one was forward. I thought the Reynolds <laughs> to Mem was forward. I thought the Ricky one was forward to be honest. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people think the opposite. Yeah, yeah interesting. Um, but I actually think it was the, ma- the, the... As soon as the Reynolds one was thrown, I was like, that's forward. Yeah. Whereas the, the I just think that the Ricky one, the, the optics of it made it look because forward. Because they slowed and they stopped yep. it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what made it look a lot worse. Whereas the Reynolds one, that was definitely forward. I, I'm surprised they gave the Ricky one life. Mm. It, it, like it Whether it was so forward awkward. or not, it looked so weird yeah, and awkward yeah. that I, I didn't think they'd give it life. Yeah. What do you think, Timmy? Uh, yeah, I thought the Ricky one probably forward. Yep. And the other one, touch and go. Really? What do you mm. reckon? Uh, I'm, I th- I'm with you, Denon. I thought that the Reynolds one was 100%. I didn't... The Ricky one. I'm trying to remember the Ricky one. The Ricky's one. where he stopped in the line and then started again. Is that a dummy half? Out of dummy oh, half yeah. Walters. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. Made a forward. <laughs> I remember. <it. laughs> See, I yeah, as I said, I thought the I thought the man one was the Reynolds to man. I thought that was clearly forward. Like you could see it leave his hands and go forward. Yeah. Whereas I think the Ricky one, personally, it just made it like it's like when players get tackled as they're passing the ball, it looks forward, but it actually doesn't. But look, I know people will say, "Well, this is your Broncos bias," but these are those fifty-fifty calls. Sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't, and the Warriors obviously they're on the fucking bad end of them all the time. Um, but from a Broncos perspective, you know we've had games this year where we've probably not got the fifty-fifty call. Uh, I, although you could make the argument that those two tries, if we don't get them, then obviously the Warriors win. Yeah, maybe, but also maybe not. Maybe we win by more. You can't really tell what the future would have held. Like maybe we get that penalty, it makes our players amp up and we score more tries. Um, so 
<clears throat> I can understand why Warriors are a little bit disappointed, but even their coach came out and said that was not the reason why we lost the game. We had plenty of opportunities to win the game. Uh, what do you guys think? I thought the Brisbane's scramble defence in different points was unbelievable. And I think that when you take it, how many Origin players are you missing? Five? Mm, quite a lot. Haas, Carrigan. Um, Haas, Carrigan. Cobbo. Cobbo. Flegler. Walsh. And Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. So when you take out, you know, four guys in your line and without your fullback, the main voice there, it's going to change a lot of things. And I, I thought Brisbane defence was really good, all things considered. As you said, the Warriors scored a couple of tries <coughs> in the last few minutes to make this one a little bit closer, but... I thought, like, was it was it Tristan Saylor, the tackle that he... The, oh, the tri-saver? Like, oh, my God. By the way, Rocco Berry has showed you on the weekend why he's going to be so talented one mm. day. It's mm. coming together. I reckon he's going to be a classic example. Of he's he's going to hit game 50 and 60 and then just go bang. He's got so much talent, Rocco Berry. Uh, but, yeah, I thought Brisbane's scramble was very good. As you said, I think the Warriors had plenty of opportunities and they just weren't able to get it done. That's the last, that last pass or whatever it would be because the Broncos scramble was so good. Mm. I will say I feel so sorry for Pompey because he basically got them back into the game mm. yeah. and then he held back Mariner and everyone's blowing up at him and it's like, well, you wouldn't have even been in a position to win the game if he hadn't have stood up Stags like two or three times. Uh, like, was it a brain explosion? For sure. Um, a lot of people think uh, I've sort of a lot of people saying oh uh, Marcelo definitely would have scored I, I just I'm not so sure that he would have just completely ran over Mariner and also Sailor and even if you think he definitely would have scored you still can't grab people off the ball <laughs> yeah simple it's just, as that it's like right. that simple um, so I actually think both teams can come out of this quite happy like really gutsy display in defense from Brisbane obviously Brisbane shouldn't be happy about that last 10 minutes it was really really poor but everything else was incredible and the Warriors I just love the fight that they showed it just showed massive amounts of fights and I know the Broncos were missing you know five key players but the Warriors are also missing players as well so it's not not just fully the Broncos what do you think about the game Timmy mm, yeah I actually uh Played a bit of footy a few years back with Tristan Saylor. Oh, yeah. He was a flashy young punk, and I just sort of took him aside one training session. <laughs> said, I said, mate, we know you've got the attack, but you win games with your defence, and you, you'll forge a career out of that gritty defensive steel. And yeah. just a good see on the weekend he listened to me, mate. He's just come a long way. But, uh, no, it was, it was actually really good to see him after, you know, a pretty tumultuous couple of years mm. uh, off the field to come back and get that start for the Broncos, because I think he's – such a talent yeah. and we saw it during his time down at the dragons he's such a confident player and he'd back himself oh, I, I really hope we see a lot more of him in the nrl and i think we will unfortunately probably opportunities are limited at the broncos because of the side they've got at the moment but i think we'll see him play a lot more down the track and what impressed me most with the broncos was they just they played quite a simple, almost a Wayne Brand, Bennett brand of footy going, we've got key players out, we've got new combinations coming in, let's not overcomplicate this. Mm. Let's complete high, kick early, play high percentage footy. They did it and they were, you must have been stoked watching this game because they were such a resilient outfit and oh, just, just a sign for your depth this season. Oof. Oh, I loved it. As I said, first 70 minutes I was sitting there going, absolutely incredible. And... You almost give them that last 10 minutes because you go, they worked so hard yeah. during that 70-minute period. They were um, they actually – so they had – they conceded eight penalties compared to the Warriors' five, and they both had one ruck infringement either. So they even – so Warriors won the penalty count. Um, and so for them to stay in it the way they did, just super proud. Um, Stags at the end there defensively, I thought, like, as a senior player, you probably shouldn't let that happen. Uh, but outside of that, like – Amazing, amazing win for the Broncos. Um, 
I just think that for any Broncos team during an origin period to have to go to New Zealand and somehow win, oh. such an incredible knock. And for me, mate, I thought Adam Reynolds, he was like... Outstanding. There's probably guys that had better stats and everything. I, I thought he was almost my player of the week. He was so He good. was tremendous, Adam yep. Reynolds. Just all the little things he does and just how smart he is. And, you know, he also had a, had a try to take it off him that was fair, but he had the entire Warriors line bamboozled in that moment. Mm. And yeah. such a big win for the Bronx because... Having lost, what they lost three or four or something, or two or three, to get that win now and sit equal top of the table, you have all these Origin players going through a big six to eight weeks, yeah. stringing these little wins together that, you know, going against that game as underdogs against a near full-strength Warriors outfit, it'll just allow you to rest players or hopefully rest players across this period with niggles or who come up sore out of Origin. So, yeah, big, big win. Um, Herbie Farmworth, once again, getting through a mountain of work. Uh, yeah, I mean, what, uh, just a, a fantastic club win for morale. Because mm. it's, you're right, it was such a tipping point because if we lost this one, it would have been like one win out of five games or something. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, panic stations. Jeez, this makes the Broncos just go, breathe a sigh of relief. Like, okay, okay. And it shouldn't right. have been panic stations because your footy's been good. Yeah. Mm. You know, if you lost on the weekend, no one would have held it against you. But all of a sudden those losing, those losses add up. Shouldn't be panic stations, but very well could have been. Yep. Just adds unwarranted pressure, doesn't it? Yeah. In, in a week where you were missing, you know, a sack of stars, it just made me think about who would have thought we'd be getting to round 13 of the NRL and we haven't questioned the Broncos hooker rotation. Yeah. Oh, God. True. Like, at no point have we considered making any changes. The name Tyson Smoothie hasn't been mentioned. I haven't said his name in so long. I'm actually struggling to remember the other young kid. Moser. Moser, that's it. Mm. Like, remember at the start of the year, we were like, oh, something's got to change. I'll have to try this. I'll have to try that. Like, these two, neither of them's been outstanding, but they've just done their job every single week, and that's all they have to do. That's all they have to do. Uh, Warriors, I just love this new look Warriors. With Tenny Zellesniak was outstanding. Charles was outstanding. Pompey outside of that last Lera. Uh, I thought Metcalf, he tried hard. Probably didn't get in the game as much as he maybe wanted, but got through a lot of work. Uh Adam Fanua Blake was phenomenal. Oh. I, I just love this new Warriors. We're looking at the new Warriors. This isn't the same Warriors that we've known in the last few years. This is exciting times for this club. Super exciting times. Um, I, yeah, I just can't wait to see them develop. I can't wait to see the plan come to fruition. Tell you what, I'm really loving watching at the moment. It's and I've underappreciated in his game for a while now. Tohu Harris and his ball playing. Oh, mate. Seriously. So he, he needs to be mentioned in that real top echelon of... Your Yo's, your Carrigans, these sort of guys. Another classic example of not playing Origin footy, just legacy-wise. I, mean, yeah. I think it, it hurts his case. Um, now, before we get to the next game, store shout-out. Harry Brown's Eaton Hills, uh, the very well-known EH, Common Ground Cellars, new bottle shop close to the University of Queensland. Ashgrove Liquor Legends, go in and see Ben. Maguire's Colmsley, right next to Colmsley Hotel, plenty on stock. On hand, plenty of stock on hand. <clears throat> Grange celebrations, drive through bottle shop, pop in, jump out. See you later. Courtyard bar, Cairns Esplanade. If you're up in the far north Queensland, make sure to get in the courtyard this week. Grab a bloke lager on tap. Say good day to Ben as you watch State of Origin. We're in every liquor legends in Queensland, guys. Now let's get to Raiders defeating the Rabbitohs. Um, what a uh, just a. I, the Rabbitohs come out and I thought, oh, here we go. It's going to be a bit of not, – not a score, but I thought they'll dominate here. They just looked up for it. They looked ready for it. And the Raiders just once again, they just – they love a dogfight. They just want it so desperately. 
Uh, for, but before we get into it, just want to send a, a best wishes to Corey Huddlewood and Ida. Um, you know, it's you know he's back at home now. It's seen the video of him saying he may not be in the clear yet, but the scans are going to come back. So just wishing him our, our best wishes because that was scary as anything. Uh, but yeah, Rabbitohs versus Raiders. Jeez, the Raiders were just so gritty. They just refused to let the game get away from them. They just said, nah, not going to happen. Before they knew what they were ahead and they win 33-26. What do you think of this game? Yeah, Raiders, they just find a way, don't they? It's not like... <laughs> You guys just live in the one to twelve range, don't you? You're <laughs> yeah. never going to win thirteen plus. It's never going to happen. Yeah. You're just you'll win ugly every single time, but you're comfortable being there. And to do it without your two edges in Whitehead and Hudson, huge effort. And you moved, in my opinion, probably your best middle forward of the last <laughs> few weeks, Corey, out to that edge, and I didn't understand it at all. I thought he was amazing there. Horsburgh was, so was outstanding. Yeah, and you could even tell, like listening to him talking about it, John. So you can tell that he—I don't think he completely understood. His role out there, inside out, but he's just a goer. He just has a red hot crack wherever he is. I, I think you'll move him back to the middle as soon as you possibly can. But geez, his stocks have risen so quickly. Oh mate, so quickly, so quickly. What do you think of the game, Timmy? Yeah, and then so you add in injury to Seb, Chris, obviously Corey Haber and Naira. He obviously went down as well. Very scary on there. So hopefully all good. So you said, just a gritty win. Like oh. you mentioned, being a one to twelve team. If we get a thirteen plus lead at any point, we panic and go, nah, nah, let it. Let's give them a try. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll defend them one to twelve. But <clears throat> yeah, really, really. Maddie described it. We chatted about this morning. It's just a fun game to watch. Plenty of points. Plenty of attack. I don't think the, the bunnies would be too disheartened by this. When you lose that many key players, the Raiders. I said, I know we started outsiders, but only really losing Hudson Young to Origin. Elliot Whitehead was out. I would have been disappointed if the Raids lost this game with, because mm. it'd be like, well, we're not far off full strength. If we lost to a bunny side with all those key players out, when are we ever going to beat them? Mm. So, but yeah, did the job and on to the next. Mate, uh, you're in the eight now, sitting seventh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Game off the uh, top. Yeah, one, one win, actually. One win. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Papa Lee in Tarpanair. <coughs> I mean, when you need your big dogs to stand up, geez, they stood up. It, because, and also, I love how much it represented Papali'i's selfless act to say, I'm not going to get selected for Queensland this year. Mm. Not only did he not get selected for Queensland this year and decided to retire from rep footy, he goes out and puts on that display. Like, you don't win that. I personally don't think you win that game without Papali'i in the middle of it. It was the best he's looked all year by Oh, my God. Um, he, he was outstanding. Tarpanet as well. Like, I just love the fact that they rose to the challenge of origin time. Got a couple out, but we have an opportunity here to make up some points. Um, I thought, also thought it was Jackie Whiten's best game in a, quite a few weeks. Um, yeah, I just I love what I saw from the uh, Raiders. I love what I saw. So, Papali'i, in 54 minutes, 216 metres, 66 post contact, four tackle breaks, two offloads, 33 tackles, zero misses. That's in 54 minutes. Tarpane in 68 minutes. 20 runs, 227 metres, 102 post-contact metres, one tackle break, one offload, 50 tackles, zero misses. Like, when you want your big dogs to stand up, that's standing up. Unbelievable stuff. Unbelievable stuff. Obviously a really obvious comment, but obviously Albert Hobawade scored three tries in this game. Very good effort. Um, I was looking back at when I first started the Guru page, 2018, and I had a post in that preseason about how He's a guy to watch this year. Mm. That was five years ago. <laughs> and he's only now starting to really find his way to the point where he took a week off three weeks ago for a wedding, didn't he? 
Yeah, sister's and, wedding, I think. Yeah, and was just able to come back into a first grade side, mm. score three tries off the back of it. I think he re-signed the other day. So congratulations to him. He's gone the long way around. Jesus, a good player though. Oh mate, so good. And I think we're just scratching the surface of him, to be honest. Reminds me a little bit of Toto, the way he can. Um, yeah. You know, he's just that thick, solid nugget. He got. Oh, shout out to Jackie Whiten. Um, obviously, he had, I think he had a big moment where it was a either a line break or yeah, line break assist. So he had a couple line break assists. But 27 tackles with zero misses on the edge there. Mm. That is so crucial. That is so crucial. Mm. It was a big stage of the game when the Bunnies had put a couple, I think they'd scored three on the trot, and he threw that big pass to, to Croak down the sideline. And, and then Croak went to find him back on the yeah, inside. He, he was interviewed after the game. He was like, yeah, it felt weird a bit. First time in a long time he'd been in open space. He said he definitely was looking for Jack and it ended up in Tommy Starling's hands. But um, that was Jack stepping up with a big play out of nowhere. Yeah. And I just, yeah, I know last week I'd kind of spoken about I felt like he was a little bit quiet this year. Mm-hmm. I thought really stepped up this. And again, another player that had chosen to retire from rep footy and delivered for his club. Uh, quickly on the Rabbitohs. <clears throat> Look, honestly, not that much to worry about in my opinion. I think the Raiders are a much better side than we give them credit for this year I think that well I think a lot of given credit now but if you had asked six seven weeks ago where do you reckon the Raiders will finish most people would have said eighth to tenth whereas now you look at them going wow like they may challenge some of those top four sides uh so Rabbitohs missing the players they were missing I wasn't too disappointed I really wasn't Mm. yeah I I think I was disappointed in South Sydney last week uh, that game against Parramatta, I thought they were pretty poor in that. This game, obviously missing players and whatnot. It's obviously two losses on the row, in a row. They play the Titans next week. I'm hoping and expecting a statement game from South Sydney, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. Next week needs to be. You can't allow it to get to three games and lose to a team that, you know, the Titans are outside the eight now, I think, at the moment. Um, Isaiah Tass had, some, Tass had some really good moments. Two tries, just a try. 163 metres. Um, three tackle breaks, 11 tackles, zero misses. <clears throat> Hasn't he just come leaps and bounds? Like He carved us. Didn't yeah. he look good? Far out. Like, to think that he couldn't get a club a couple of years ago. Yeah. Bouncing from doggies to Broncos. Couldn't even get a start at the Rabbitohs. It took injuries in almost half a year of not knowing who to put in that outside back position because no one was playing well. And now it's like he's playing so well. Like, I think Jackie Whiten will probably force him out of that position. But... <clears throat> that will probably push him onto the wing, which is tough on Milne because Milne's been Milne's been all right. But the back line with Jackie White next year is going to be fucking mental. Um, I can't wait. Are they losing next anyone next year? I don't think so. Not not, not at this point. There's going to have to be a couple of players who won't get re-signed, but nothing's been. But as far as next year, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yes. not losing anyone of note. Not at this point. Holy no. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, if they don't win a comp in the next two years, I'll be shocked. Like, with that Jackie White signing, fuck. And the up. best thing about Jackie signing as well is you're signing a, a marquee player, but he can cover so many positions, so, as we know. So it's like, mm. oh. Um, I thought Cody was – some of the ball playing he's got in him is just – that try that Isaiah Tass scored, like, Matty Timoko came up and then he took one step back and you just saw Cody go, gotcha. Gotcha. You're mine. Cody. As soon as you backtrack, Cody just goes, yeah, I know what I'm going to do here. Cody looks like he's going to set up a try. Like, when he's in the opposition red zone, he looks like he's going to set up a try every time he touches oh, the ball. He looks like he's playing Oztac. Like yeah. He just looks like he knows you can't get him. Mm. He knows Oz- he can beat you in so many ways every single time. He's five tries clear of second best try assist. So he's first on 18 and then Reese Walsh is on 13. Reese Walsh is Holy. second. Holy. 
So Cody Walker's on 18 try assists. 18 try assists. And line break assists, he's on 20. And then the next best is 14. Oh, my God. It's a joke. It's a joke how silky is in attack. Far out. Shout out to Talis Duncan, who made his debut as well. Yep. He obviously came through the Roosters junior system, made his way over to South Sydney. I was listening to, I was watching a bit of content the other day, Sam Burgess, who was coaching the SG ball side when he came over. Mm. And he gave Talis his jersey. He said, oh, when I was coaching the SG ball side, I went out to get a few people to bring into the team and you were one that I identified that I needed in my side. Yeah, so wow. Sam Burgess saying that. Yeah, wow. And your name's Talis, like, yeah, got to be good. Um, I will say... I spoke to some people that had, I guess, spoken to New South Wales. They reckon Cody Walker was actually super close to getting selected for I've six. Heard that too. Really? Yeah. Like him before Hines. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Which is um, as in like Hines was always going to be fourteen, and you're going to Cody Walker at um, six. Wow. So that's really interesting. I don't I mind it. That, I think that's good science for New South Wales yeah. that they. It wasn't just like nah, Cody Walker's done. Yeah. The fact that they were like really close. To selecting Walker Which it there. makes you wonder if they were really close to selecting Cody. I wonder if they were really close to taking Cook if Cody's there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's a good point. Um, all right, let's get to the last game because I am dusted. And dusted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, one more. Imagine us outlasting you for once. No, I'm still here. I'm still in it. I'm still in it. Uh, I'm just hungry as anything. I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten all day. Um, Knights defeat... The Seagulls. Uh, look, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> if you don't, we will, I think. So, Look, I'm going to speak about the positives. Greg Marju and Dominic Young. Holy shit. <clears throat> They're basically, outside of some reads here and there in defence, this year they've done everything you would hope they could do. Some of the efforts they do in attack is just like... I mean, I'm trying to think of other wingers that are doing that kind of stuff at the moment. And there probably isn't. But like, these guys are scoring freakish tries, freakish tries. Dom Young's try where he ran around everyone at six oh. foot seven is unbelievable. I think it was Sean Kepi who was out there and you just saw him look up and look at – there was spaces from him just go, ah. Oh. <laughs> Fens Parker, Fens Kepi, <coughs> gasses Garrick, and then Kohler comes across a bit, little bit too late. Unbelievable try. Greg Marju bumped three people, like scores three tries. Like they are so important to that side now. And it's something that you can really build around. I mean, obviously Dominic Young's leaving, but Marju, for example, as, as I said, like if he keeps improving everything else in his game, far out he's a good footy player. Bradman Best just stays fit. Oh, man. That back line's proper elite all of a sudden. Yep. I'm so happy to see Bradman just on the field for extended periods. And yep. you can tell by the way that Newcastle play, like the amount of times that Hastings get the ball, he's got KP waiting and he just completely him. cuts him and just yep. gives it to Bradman. It's a yep. very good sign of the sort of ability that Best has got. Mm. Bradman Best was easily his best game all year on the weekend. Easily. He was, fuck, just every single time in contact, he'd never get driven back. Like he's so strong. Uh, what do you guys think of this game? Uh, I thought Newcastle were the better side. I still don't think Newcastle were great, but they were definitely the better side. Uh, Manly, obviously, two tries off intercepts. Um, and the other try was a bit of a rebound. I actually thought I didn't overly enjoy this game, to be completely honest with you. I thought it was a, a little bit messy. I thought um, the ref just 
Ref didn't help the cause. Yes. I will say, I just think that we are so far past like some of these refing decisions. We need to set a budget aside, whether it's a million, two million or whatever, to train our referees properly. And I don't mean as in they're not good refs. I mean as in put together a system that helps them make the best decisions possible and give them as much training as possible to make them as high quality as they can be. Sorry, Guru, I just said that. No, no, I completely agree with you. The bunker needs to do them some favours too. You're sitting in a chair, not gassed, with many replays. It's wild how many we're getting wrong at the bunker. Oh, mate, it is... Like, we need to invest money into this. Yeah. We need to invest money into this because the game is... If imagine, let's say the ref was the refing and the video ref was good this year, it would be the best game we've ever seen played of rugby league, like the best. But the bunker is just, and the rest are just holding it back. And I don't know whether, well, it probably is too much um, from up top telling them they got to do this, they got to do this, or not letting the refs just play it how they see it. I'm not sure, but we got to invest in. Like I was watching that Lachlan Fitzgibbon double movement. Mm. The most blatant double movement so imaginable. And the more they watched it, the more I thought, oh, God, they're going to give this here because they just kept looking. You don't need to look at that more than once. You do not need to look. It's so obvious. Like, he oh. – <laughs> I'm all for the referee sending that upstairs to make sure, but the video referee should have had one – that has been a, no, a double movement since 1908. Oh, it's just bizarre. Bizarre. We need to invest in helping our refs because I just don't think they're getting the help that they need. The refs and the video refs. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's no way people that love rugby league can be making some of these calls. In regards to what I'm saying, is the video ref, they love rugby league. Refs, they love rugby league. But I just think they're probably too confused with all the directives above that they're not getting the right. Would you have been um, Cola? What did he get been? Shot on for? KP. Um, <clears throat> no, no. I, I didn't see any contact with the head. Yeah, and I'm no. happy to be proven wrong if you want to, like, mm. I'm sure if you frame by frame, I didn't see any contact to the head. I saw contact to the top of the chest. So did I. I felt so sorry for him. Like, I thought Cola was so unlucky in that situation. He almost timed his rushing D perfectly to shut down. Who was it that he hit? KP. KP. But the ball was just off. And, like, he timed it so well that, firstly, it went back and was obviously a penalty and he got binned. But the ball hit Cola first because he'd almost timed it too perfectly. Mm. And then to be sin-binned, like, I didn't think it hit anywhere near the head. I just He has been charged. He'll get a fine, but he has been charged. <sighs> mm-hmm. So maybe there's video evidence that we can't see, maybe. but the the one that I watched, I was looking as closely as I could. I didn't see contact to the head. Did you see contact to the head? Not live, I didn't think so. No. But maybe there's more footage. Um, it's very hard when people send screenshots because, like, you may not have the best angle. It may look like his head is contacted because of the whiplash, but there may be another angle that shows that there's space yeah, you between need to it. Full full shot. So, but like that's where I'm like ten in the bin for that. It's like. It's so touch and go. Ten in the bin. Once again, the ten in the bin was a professional foul. Yeah. That's potentially a mistimed tackle by half a centimetre in a millisecond. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, what do you think about the game? Yeah, as I said, I didn't think it was the most 
entertaining game. I think that um, we got to see little flashes of brilliance from Josh Schuster, little flashes of brilliance from KP. Uh, but just as a whole, it was a bit of a scrappy game. But I did think Newcastle were the better team. By, by a by, substantial yeah, margin. By a bit, What yeah. do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah, I thought uh, New the better team by a mile. And they should have been with all the Manly's key players out. Mm. So they should have won by at least this margin. I thought uh, decent enough. As you said, Campy, there's the makings of a really good side around this Newcastle, around the club. Shout out to Lockie Coker, skipped Manly on the weekend. Oh, yeah. Just... Such a, a good reward for a bloke who, you know, we've spoken about him time and time again, so won't go down that too much, but not the biggest, not the strongest, not the fastest, but just comes in week in, week out, busts his ass. And I thought that was a really good play that sort of typified Lockie Croker as a footballer. Dom Young made a line break. There was a kick that went through, and the only bloke chasing through was Lockie Croker to bat it dead. There was no one within cooey of him outside of Newcastle Knights players. I'm like, well, that's why he's got to where he is. Mm. Hastings was going to score for all money yep. on that play, and he just came from nowhere. Yeah. Yep. Hard, to, hard to judge Manly on this one because it's like missing Tom, DC, and Jake. It's like I think any team, you know, missing Carrigan, <coughs> Reynolds, and Haas is going to struggle. But especially with the way that Manly stacked their car. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's really hard to be critical of losing teams on, on these major bye weeks of origin where they're missing so many players. But to go back to it, it makes a win like Brisbane's. When you win with all these players out, mm. it's super impressive. But when you lose like Manly did, like the Bunnies did, like whatever. Yeah, it's tough. One thing I'd say about Manly, when Turbo's out, I, I don't understand why Garrick's not yeah. playing fullback. <laughs> well, see, I would have gone KO Weeks, given oh. opportunity. Um, after seeing him play fullback, I think maybe he's not a fullback. I'll mm. be going, after that, this game, I'll be going Garrick to fullback. Yeah, I, I think for sure you have to. Because, I mean, you're also not in a position where you can lose. You've got to be winning games, Manly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I personally would have made, given KO a crack in, mm. in like Seabolds did. Um, but after that performance, I think I think we'll find Garrick back there. To be honest, yeah. Next time, um, yeah. Uh, thoughts on Ponga's performance, Gagai's performance? Yeah, I thought uh, Ponga started slow. He obviously had the intercept, but like apart from that, I just thought he was very lethargic to begin with. Then he put Fitzgibbon through that hole. That was his no first, try. His first few minutes, he was on everything. Yeah. And then, and then I think he got <coughs> gassed a little there bit. It was like a 20-minute period where he just ducked out of mm. the game mm. completely to me. Um, but then. When they did need him towards the back end, he definitely st- stood up and, and delivered on a lot of big plays there. What do you reckon, Timmy? I thought, yeah, KP was really big. So when the authority needed to be put down, KP came with a few try assists and a few really big plays. He yeah, stood up when it mattered, and that's what you want from your, your big-name players. Um, yeah, outside of that, I think that's about it, to be honest. I think that is it. Anything else, boys? Just in the lasting touch on interest in that game, we spoke about it so much last week. Lockie Miller was on the bench, didn't get on the field. Yeah, real. Uh, that's that's tough, man. I know he's been a bit quiet last couple of weeks, but geez, he's played some good footy before that. Yeah, tough gig. He's also put in like a lot of effort week in week yeah. out for them. Yeah. Uh, mm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.